It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. are filled with expectation. They are filled with love and a passion for you. We have a hunger and a thirst that only you can satisfy. Lord, we enter this moment with anticipation. We know that in your presence, bodies are healed, broken dreams are restored, and lives are transformed. Because with you, all things are possible. Lord, we say, as we worship, you are welcome here. Consume us. Change us. Give us visions and dreams. Give us your heart for the nations. Give us your heart for this generation. And Father, let our generation arise and demonstrate the kind of selfless faith that will change the world. Let a generation emerge that will manifest your love in the earth so that all will come to know you. As we worship, let your presence fill this room. Release signs, wonders, and miracles. We'll be changed. We expect an encounter with you. And we know we'll never be the same as we worship. As we worship. As we worship. your name be our petition when we
the church. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I come before you, Lord, recognizing that you are supreme in authority. Your power is great in the heavens and the earth, and your anger is shown against all wickedness and the evil imagination of men. Father, I boldly approach your throne yet again, this time asking for grace and mercy for your bride, the church. Your word says that judgment shall begin at the house of God, so let the church bear the greatest indictment because your invisible works are clearly seen, demonstrating your eternal power and divine nature. All men are without excuse. Yet through hypocrisy, we have given place to your enemies to blaspheme your great and holy name. Because of our perversion and deceitfulness, which brings shame to your name, they question whether we are really your children. 
For this cause, Lord, we are guilty and bear the greater burden. We have been weighed in the balance and been found wanting, yet we refuse to change our path. We have been deliberate in our great trespass before you, Lord, and we are not hidden from your sight. We have provoked you to anger with our foolish and unwise behavior, being spiritually blind and naked, allowing the world to see our shame. Heavenly Father, because you are a God of mercy and great compassion, we come before you in humility that you may examine our ways. We come before you confessing that if we humble ourselves and pray, seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven, forgive our sins and heal our land. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that your hands are not shortened that they cannot save, nor your ear heavy that it cannot hear. We stand before you, Lord, to answer the indictment that has been laid against us and pray that through repentance our sins will be forgiven. For we have done wicked things in your sight, even rebellion against your commandments and your continued reminders and warnings. In the name of Jesus, we acknowledge our shortcomings and weaknesses, seeking to be washed in the blood of our Savior Jesus Christ. For we were called to be the salt of the earth, a people that would bear witness to your name, follow your examples, live by your commandments, and set a difference between that which is holy and that which is profane. Instead, our hearts have been pierced with the desires of the world, and we have adopted their ways, chasing after materialism and lust and compromising your standards. We have not sought you for who you are, but for what you can give and how much we can get. We have allowed worldliness into your church and created unholy alliances with the world, calling that which is evil good and that which is good evil, while refusing to take a righteous stand. We have sought validation from the world and coveted the admiration of men who have perverted your statutes for selfish gain. We have shown them all that is in your sanctuary, giving access to thieves and robbers who now make merchandise of your sheep and a mockery of your name. We have failed to protect the innocent, neglected the cries of the poor, and watched as families are being destroyed. We have not sanctified you in the eyes of the people, becoming powerless gift chasers who adorn the things on the outside while failing to address the evil within. We have compromised your word by seeking popularity and friendship with the world, choosing to entertain the masses with our talents and gifts while watering down your word and speaking fables instead of convicting people to change. We stand idle as the innocent are snatched from the womb while we defend the guilty giving them place on your stage. We are consumed with the pursuit of wealth, while at the same time we are robbed of morality, dignity, and holiness. Through compromise and exploitation, we have lost our influence. Through sermonettes and motivational speeches, we have catered to itching ears, and through hypocrisy and double standards, our pulpits have been stripped of power and authority. We have even embraced the lifestyles of this world and distorted the meaning of your love instead of preaching the sovereign design and plan of God. We have lost our way, Lord, and given over to the cares of this life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, forgive us, Father, for we bombard your throne with selfish prayers while the world around us declines and decay, drifting further and further away from you. We have been mesmerized by the lust of the world and desensitized by its influences while engaging in unspeakable acts, adultery and fornication, abortions, drunkenness, promiscuity, hatred and insensitivity, drug use, blasphemies, idolatry, man lying with man, women lying with women. 
We defile ourselves by flooding our minds with pornography, immorality and lust, and other kinds of sexual perversion. We have neglected our children and not taught them your ways, putting success and riches before love and refuse to show affection, while opening the door for the enemy to wreak havoc in our families. We have become a lukewarm church, lacking holiness and obedience to your word, even denying your name, Lord, and abandoning the cross. We have allowed false prophets to operate in the church while embracing false gods and religions. We are in a backslidden state and confess our sins before you. We were all born into this world with something to surrender, but so many of us have refused to let go, choosing to embrace our fallen nature by making excuses for sin as opposed to trusting your word for deliverance and healing. In doing so, we have denied the power of the cross and the delivering authority of your resurrection. We go down in the water, but never come up, sinking further and further into the depth you gave your life to conquer. We have titles without meaning, performances without actors, services without substance, and buildings that are lifeless when it comes to the real power of God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we repent, Lord, and ask for your forgiveness. Lord, let your anger and fury be held back, and let your mercy fall upon us as we repent of our wicked deeds and turn back to you. Let us once again be the people you have chosen to show yourself strong in the earth, that through our examples and trusting your word, the world will once again look to the church for salvation and demonstration of the true power of God. Lord, please hear our cry, incline thine ear, and behold our frail state, that we may eagerly approach your throne with boldness and have confidence at your appearing. Your word says that you will never leave or forsake us, and we come to you by faith, knowing that without faith it is impossible to please you. Deliver us from the guilt of the past, and wipe away all condemnation, for through our sin we have given the enemy access to our lives and the legal right to carry out his diabolical plan of destruction against us. But now, Lord, through repentance, his rights have been revoked. In the name of Jesus, we denounce Satan and his demonic forces of evil and his rebellion against the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus and the finished work of the cross, he loses all rights to torment, deceive, destroy, afflict, and manifest himself in the lives of your people. And we sever all ties, cooperation, agreement, conspiracy, and relationship with the world and the world system. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we command Satan to loose every stronghold, demonic manifestation, false belief, vice, grip, addiction, spell, and curse right now according to the word of God. We choose you, Lord, and the finished work of the cross, and want no part of Satan and the temptations of this world. I declare right now that we are loosed in your precious name. Lord, we renew our covenant and commitment to you and exercise our choice to faithfully serve you with all of our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. In the name of Jesus, we make a conscious choice to turn back to you and once again follow after your statutes and commandments and pledge our undivided service and devotion to you. For we have been bought with a price and serving you is our reasonable service. So help us, Lord, to be lights in this world, ambassadors of the Most High God and instruments of righteousness, representing your will and not our own. I pray, Lord, that our hunger and thirst for you is never quenched and that you give us both to will and to do your good pleasure, that we as a church may fulfill the calling and purpose that you have spoken over our lives. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we denounce the pleasures of this world 
false doctrine and all forms of spiritual adultery. We pray that you expose the synagogue of Satan operating behind church walls, every lying and deceitful spirit, and demons operating as the angels of light. Let us not worship or reverence anyone or anything but the true and living God, and drive out the spirit of Antichrist. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that you remove all doubts and bring revelation to every distortion of the truth, and that we drive out the spirit of Jezebel that teaches fornication, lust, and idolatry that her curse, seduction, and influence be broken and bound right now in the name of Jesus and erased from the hearts and minds of your people. I ask, Lord, that the depths of Satan operating in the church be exposed and driven out in Jesus' name, that we no longer defile ourselves through the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, hating all evil, pride, arrogance, and the evil way. Grant us spiritual discernment that we are not deceived, let us examine the fruit of a man and not be gift chasers led astray by talents, gifts, and charisma. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that the church will once again be known for its good works, love, faith, dedication, patience, and compassion to all men. That we hate the sin but love the sinner, understanding that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. Let us love according to the word of God, standing on the truth preaching the word in and out of season and making no provision for the flesh while understanding that grace is not an excuse for sin and a justification for heaven. Help us, Lord, to minister without compromise to those seeking the truth and be found without spot or wrinkle, boldly proclaiming the truth of Christ and the power of his resurrection. Let us live and reign with Christ, clothed with holiness and abiding in his presence through eternity. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I speak life into your church and come against all dead things. Let our branches bring forth fruit in their season and our roots be nourished by the waters of life. Let us be called and set apart, chosen and faithful, serving as kings and priests in your kingdom, knowing that we are in the end times, that we be not lulled to sleep by the passing of days, nor deceived by scoffers who deny your coming, but that we are watchful and that day does not overtake us as a thief in the night. We are pilgrims in the earth, and this is not our home. So we look forward to the rapture and second coming of Christ, having faith that the promises of God shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we hold fast to our belief that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man cometh to the Father but by you, and that we never lose our boldness and passion for the Most High God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray and that we have a desire to spend quality time in your word and in fellowship with you. That we neglect not the fellowshipping of the saints as we are one in the body of Christ and sealed by the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. That we may all faithfully walk in the calling and purpose we have been given, pressing toward the mark and high calling of Jesus Christ our Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you are able to keep that which we have committed unto you against that day and that nothing we have done is in vain but all things are accounted to our heavenly account that we may be rich towards God. Lord, let us run this race with patience, looking unto you who has endured the cross and despised the shame for the joy that was set before you, that our names be confessed before the Father and written in the Lamb's book of life. I pray, Lord, that we are steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the love of God, that we may receive a crown of life promised to those who endure unto the end. Now unto God, who knows the beginning from the end, who is our shield in time of trouble, and who causes us to endure the fiery furnaces of life, we give you honor and praise. We proclaim and ascribe greatness to your name, 
for your deeds are perfect and all that you do is just and fair. You own the cattle on a thousand hills and cause darkness to flee in the presence of light. I pray, Lord, that we demonstrate our gratitude for all that you have done by keeping your commandments. For your word says obedience is better than sacrifice and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Let your word be a light unto our path, revelation in darkness, and our blueprint for all matters pertaining to this life and the one thereafter. It is through you, Heavenly Father, and the power of your might that one could chase a thousand and two could put ten thousand to flight. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. These things I ask and pray and affirm in Jesus' great and holy name. Amen. 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 And good evening and welcome again to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing in Time Bible oh, Study. Yes. We look forward to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday where we can have wonderful Bible study with you all. We thank the Lord again that he gave us another time to enjoy the Word. Yes, we have blessed us who uh, see another day come and go. He has poured out his mercy on us again and allowed us, brothers and sisters, to come together again and read his Word and study it and discuss it and share it. And I'll tell you, it's just a wonderful blessing for uh, our Heavenly Father to give us this opportunity to come together in His name on the same accord with uh, things that He will be in the mix with us tonight. Amen. So once again, we are going to talk about tonight, Seek, Look to the Lord, and Live. And we're going to be in Amos. Old Testament, Amos. Amos, yes. So Amos, we're going to go to Amos chapter 5 and verse 14. Amos chapter 5 and verse 14 says, Seek, inquire for, and require good and not evil, that you may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, will be with you as you have said. Amen. So Amen. I want to look to the Lord and live. What about you? I tell you, I sure do. I, I definitely want to live and seek the Lord. It's like That's seek, right. Seek the light. Seek the goodness. Amen. Yes. You know, if Israel had been true to God, God could have done his work through it in a way that would have brought great honor and glory to the nation. If his people had obeyed him, as we asked us, if his people will obey, he would have made them famous. He will give you more praise and honor than all the other nations he has made. And he has said that you will be a what? A holy nation. All the nations on earth will see that you belong to the Lord. And they will be afraid of you. That will show the nations how wise and understanding you are. They will hear about all of those rules. And they will say, the great nation certainly has wise and understanding people. And that was in Deuteronomy 26, verse 19. That great nation certainly has wise and understanding people. But because the people were unfaithful, God could work out his purpose only through continual punishment. 
And that and that's and that's, what, that's that's what's happening that's to what us. We're doing today. the same thing. We are doing the same thing today. God has asked us to be obedient. And we instead we wanna say that is there really a God? Do God really exist? Mm -hmm. Did God really build the world? Did God really make the world? If God exists, why is why is this happening? Why is that happening? And we want to live by our own rules. We want to live by our own ways. Right. That's the same way they did back then. They, you know, they they didn't want to obey God. They want to question God. They want they want to uh, make like uh, he didn't exist. They want, they wanted to do the same thing we are doing today. They did then. And right. God mm -hmm. could have made them a strong nation. He said it, a holy nation. A holy nation. And just as well as he can with us today. While well, we are so into our wicked ways mm -hmm. and doing our wicked things and loving the world and loving wrongdoing, loving the flesh. Self-centered, yes. Self-centered, prideful. Yes. But God cannot make us a great nation. That's exactly right. So when we look at the book of Amos, we will again understand how the Lord tried to beg his people to put away their sins and return to him. He knew he was their only true hope for life. So in the end, we all have only one of two choices, life or death. There's no middle ground. And now Amos is going to show us a little more about the sharp differences between these choices. Now we're going to look at Amos 5.15. So we're still in 5. We're going to go to 15. All right, 15. Okay. We was in 14, that's going to read, uh, we was in Amos 5, 14, we're going to read 15. Hate the evil and love the good and establish justice in the court of the city's gate. It may be that the Lord, the God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph, the northern kingdom. But things have become very bad in Israel, we know that. There were dirty, unfair politics and sin. What's happening today? What's happening today? We have the same thing. Dirty oh, politics, dirty politics, sin, yeah. and everything. Every way you, every way you look, every way you look, there is sin going on. People lying, cheating, undercover, dirty, dirt. I was just saying. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just sin against God. Sin against. Uh, uh, his uh, words, sin against his law. Uh, God has been put out of everything. Everywhere yes, you man. look, God doesn't matter anymore. It's what man says. It's the rule that man made. We go by man law. We go by man this. God been kicked out. He doesn't matter anymore. Man has made his own law, his own way. And, and so this is what they did back then. They did the same thing. And God, God wanted so bad to make them a powerful, strong and nation, a holy nation. And a holy nation. And they just would not listen as we are today. We are so 
throwing out our little power, what we can do, and how great we are, we think we are, right. that we have thrown Jesus out. As if we, we don't need him, we can do this on our own. And you know, the, the situation was so bad that Israel as a nation was ready to fall apart. And you know, for this reason, Amos wrote a very sad story to mourn the coming death of Israel. Now we're going to go to Amos, we're in Amos 5. Let's start and read 1 through 13. Okay. Amos 5, we're going to start with 1. Okay, Amos 1. Okay. Amos 5 and verse 1. It says, Hear this word which I take up concerning you in lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel has fallen. She shall no more rise. She lies cast down and forsaken on her land. There is no one to raise her up. For thus says the Lord God, The city that went forth a thousand shall have a hundred left. And that which went forth a hundred shall have ten left to the house of Israel. For thus says the Lord to the house of Israel, Seek me, inquire for and of me, and require me as you require food, and you shall live. But seek not the golden calf at Bethel, nor enter into an idolatrous Gilgad, and pass not over to the idols of Bathsheba. For Gilgag shall surely go into captivity and exile, and Bethel, the house of God, shall become Bethel, Aven, house of vanity, emptiness, falsity, and futility, and come to nothing. Wow, seek the Lord, inquire for and of him, and require him, and you shall live, lest he rush down like fire upon the house of Joseph representing the ten tribes, and devour it, and there be none to quench it in Bethel, the center of their idle hopes. In verse 7, You who turn justice into the bitterness of wormwood, and cast righteousness, uprightness, and right standing of God down to the ground, seek him who made the cluster of stars called Pelades, and the constellation Orion, who turns the shadow of death or deep darkness into the morning and dark, darkens the day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. Verse 9, who causes sudden destruction to flash forth upon the strong so that destruction comes upon the fortress. They hate him who reproves in the city gate, holding him as an abomination, and rejected his rebuke. And they abhor him who speaks uprightly. Therefore, because you tread upon the poor, take from him extractions of wheat. You have built houses of human stone, but you shall not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you should not drink their wine. For I know how manifold are your transgressions and how mighty are your sins. You who afflict the uncompromisingly righteous, who takes a bribe, 
and turns aside the meeting in the court of the city gate from their right. Mm. So things have become, ooh, it, no, did, become, that, it became very bad. So you're right. If you listen, that is a sad story. So often in the books written by the prophets, no difference is made between the word of the prophet and the word of the Lord. It's the same thing. Well, and, and if you listen to what he just said, that is us today. Wow. You think about how wicked this country has turned. This is basically for us. We need to hear this because this is what's going on with us today. This is what's happening today. Wow. God is talking wow. to us. We, have, we used to be a praying country and we have turned away from God. And God is begging us to come back. Every crooked, injustice thing we are doing today because they did it back then. We are like Solomon and Gomorrah, wow. if not worse. Every wicked, crooked, perverted thing that we can think of, we are doing it. We are doing it. Everything but reading the Word of God. Everything but giving God the glory. Right. Everything but getting on our knees to pr and pray. And repenting and turning from our wicked right, ways. Right. We are doing that. And this is especially talking to us today. Yeah, because it's like a funeral song, you know, and it was written to shock the people into accepting what was going to happen. So if the people continue to sin, they surely will be, surely will die. But if they turn away, like you keep telling us, from evil and return to God, they will live. So the Lord expects people to be obedient to his will. Right. He expected back then, and he still expected today. And, and right, he expected today. He's talking to the country and the people, yes. the leaders, mm -hmm. as well as the people. They have got so wicked and, try, and trying to take all power into their hands. And God is telling them to stop and turn from their wicked ways and get back into his leadership that they may lead the people in the right way. So that's right. You know, we read uh, Amos chapter 5 and verse 14 and 15. How does someone learn to hate the evil and love the good? That's right. We're going to go to the New Testament okay. in Hebrews chapter 5, All verse right. 14. All right, I like that. Hebrews okay. chapter 5 and verse 14. All right, 5 and 14. We on that, like that. But solid food is for full-grown men. For those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. There is your answer. When we start eating solid food, we full grown. Let's also go to Romans 12, 9. Okay, Romans 12, 9. All right. Romans chapter 12 and verse 9. All right, 12, 9. All right, all right, let's get it. Let your love be sincere, a real thing. Hate 
what is evil, lo, all ungodliness turn in horror from wickedness, but hold fast to what that which is good. But hold fast to that which is good. And there you, that, there's another and this, see, way and, to and, and, hate and right, the evil right, and love God. And, and right there, as you see, he said, but hold. Hold fast. Hold to what fast is to what is good. We are holding fast to evil. Mm. Evil is good and good is bad. This to see that we have turned away from God. Now see, here's, you're right. Because, see, here's what he's saying also. If you don't, if you are full grown, you are eating solid food. Yes. You will be able to distinguish what's good. Yeah, that's what I'm what, saying. That's right. That's what I'm saying. We, we're not eating solid food. We're, we're eating our own food, which is uh -huh. what? We are so, our hearts are so wicked and corrupt that we don't, we don't know. Even know it. We think we're eating solid food, but we're not. Mm. And so we need Jesus. We, we, we need to repent Amen. and call upon the Heavenly Father to lead us like we used to. When He used to lead us, that we were the most powerful and richest country there was. Exactly. And the thing is, when we trust in God Almighty, our Heavenly Father, He will lead and guide us and direct our path so we won't get caught up in what the man, what man's law is. Right. He will make sure our path is straight. Straight. And, and we'll that, know what's good and evil. And not only straight, He'll make sure that our path will stay lit so we'll see where we're going. <laughs> Let's go to Proverbs in the Old Testament, chapter 8 and verse 36. Okay, I, I, I love it. Uh, Proverbs what? Uh, chapter 8, 8 and verse 36. 36, okay. All right, Proverbs 8. Okay, 8 and 7. Eight. eight. Okay, eight. I was thirty-six. All right, just want to make sure I got this right now. All right. All right. Thirty-six. Let's go. But he who misses me or sins against me wrongs and injures himself. All who hate me love and court death. Wow. Oh. Wow, that's powerful. That's they powerful. love death. I don't love death. No, I don't either. So uh -uh. I love life. Life, I life everlasting. Life. In he other said, words, I love light. Light is life. Right. I love Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus said, I came to give, give you life. All right. I am the way, I am right. truth, and I am life. That's right. That's why I love my love Jesus, because mm -hmm. he came to give me life. Right. That's right. Amen. And, and you know, Amos... Ask the people to stop sinning and to hate evil and to love good. See, the commands in this part come in steps. In the Bible, the verbs to love, Hebrew is Ahab, A-H-A-V, Hebrew word. And to hate is same, S-A-N-E. Often depends on decisions and actions. Not on your feelings. That's right. And attitudes, thoughts, and feelings. In other words, a change in the people's attitude. 
A change in the people's attitude will cause a change in their actions. And the only and that's the same with us. And the only way you can change your attitude mm. is to get a relationship with Jesus. That's right. Because he'll change you. He'll change you, your attitude, your personality, everything oh, about you. When you wake up, you won't know who you are. Jesus will be going to change you. He's going to change you. You will love. got that right. You will love who you are. Amen. But you can't change yourself. No. But Jesus must do it for you. Amen. Okay? Hey, so, you must build a relationship with him. You must pray and ask. He said, you have not. Because you ask Because you ask not. And, and most people wonder why, why Jesus don't do this? Why? You don't ask for anything. And when you do, you ask for some small stuff that don't matter to Jesus. What you that, ask amiss. That's right. And it, that, Jesus don't answer amiss. And then we got to make sure we're not continuing in our own sin, sinful self. Oh, yeah. Well, we got we to be obedient. We got to be doing what God has asked of us. That's why many times he don't hear us because we still live in a sinful life and asking Jesus to do for us. Mm -hmm. Asking for blessings and we ain't even worthy of That's one right. blessing. So let's go into Isaiah chapter 5. Okay. In verse 20. All right. Okay. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse All 20. Right. All right. Isaiah 5 and, and 20. 20. Okay. And what is this? What is the warning found in this Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20? We're going to read that. Okay. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I'm going to read 21. Mm. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent and shrewd in their own sight. Woe to those who are mighty heroes and drinking wine and men of strength and mixing alcoholic drinks. Who justify and acquit the guilty for a bribe but take away the rights of the innocent and righteous from them. Okay, wow. That's, that's, that's a powerful step there now. It is. So those, war, those are warnings. So he's saying all in that evil day would need to fiercely serve God by following their conscience. So to do so, they would need courage, firmness, and a knowledge of God and his word. They would need the Bible. So this is because they would be attacked. Their reasons for following God, God also will be attacked. Their best efforts will be misunderstood, and they will receive a bad name. So Satan will work with all his power to influence the heart and confuse the understanding. And he will make evil appear good, and good appear evil. That's and right. this is what he's doing over and over as of today. And God wants his people to know his word so you'll know the difference you between the difference. evil and good. That's right. That you won't mistake evil for good 
and good for man, mm -hmm. that you will know who God is yes, and no know difference. what God stands for and don't get confused. See, because Satan right. is going to be out there to confuse you. He's going to turn things around like he always has. And he's been twisting and doing that for centuries, over 6,000 years, and he is good at it. He's but so God's word is powerful, right. and it's like a two-edged sword. So if you stay in this word, you don't ever have to be confused. That's right, because the Lord has already told us that it's going to be so, so close. It's going to almost pull the very elect of his people. That's why it's so important That's right. that you study his word and not just be a reader. Reader. Of his word. That's why we study his word. That's why we continue in his word. Every day is so important. Yes. And not just let someone else tell you. Study for, for yourself. yourself. That's it. So you. So you will know. You will know what the words say. Amen. You will understand what the words say. God will give you the wisdom. You don't have to depend on the knowledge. Yeah, the knowledge and the wisdom. So you don't have to depend on no man mm -hmm. to help you understand God's word. God will feed you that. Amen. The Amen. Holy Spirit will bring it to you. That Jesus said, I've got to go, but I will not leave you. Comfortless. I'm going to send a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. That's right. So when you read God's word, the Holy Spirit will be right there to feed you the wisdom and the knowledge of the word. Amen. And before we go on to all of this uh, understanding in Amos, we're going to go and play a song. We want you to keep it locked in on LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing in time Bible study. have come into this house gathered in his name to worship him we have come to this house gathered in his name to worship him come on say it Time. We've come into this house. We have come. Glory. Gathered in his name to worship him. Is that why you've come this morning? Come on, say it. We have come. Come on, say it. Say it like you mean it. We have 
come, come on, gathered all to worship Christ, our Lord, oh, word. oh, yeah, Christ, our Lord, glory, come on. So forget about yourself this morning. So forget. Concentrate on him. And worship him. <laughs> Said from his spirit. So forget about yourself this morning. So forget. Concentrate on him. And worship him. Bless your name, God. So forget about yourself. Come on. So forget. Concentrate on him. And worship and worship and worship and worship. Hallelujah. Oh, worship him. Christ, come on, Christ. Somebody say, worship him. Hallelujah. Christ. Anybody know he's worthy to be praised? He's worthy of the glory. He's worthy of the honor. Come on, worship him this morning. Worship. Christ our Lord. From the rising of the sun. Unto the setting of the same, his name is worthy to be praised. Come on and worship him. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Lord. That's what we're doing tonight. We're worshiping Him. That's right. Worshiping Him, our Christ, our Lord. Our Lord. Amen. Amen. If you just joined us, you are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Speakline in time Bible study. And we're talking about seek, look to the Lord, and live. So we're in Amos. Now we're going to go to Amos chapter 5 and verse 23 and 24. And what we're going to do is compare three other chapters. And we want to find out what are these verses saying. First we're going to Amos chapter 5 verse 23 and 24. Take away from me the noise of your song, for I will not listen to the melody of your harps. But let justice run down like waters, and righteousness as a mighty and ever-flowing stream. All right, let's go to Hosea. All right. Hosea. Hosea chapter 6 and verse 6. Okay. Hosea. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hosea. Hosea. Six, six. 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 Oh, six, six. Yeah. Hosea chapter six and verse six says, right. For I desire and delight in dutiful, steadfast love and goodness, not sacrifice, and the knowledge of and acquaintance with God more than burnt offerings. Hmm. Right. Let's go to Psalm 51 and right. verse 17. Okay. Psalm 51. 51. And verse 17. All right. Here we go. My sacrifice, the sacrifice acceptable God is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, broken down with sorrow for sin, and humbly and thoroughly penitent. Such, oh God, you will not despise. One more. We're going to Matthew 9 and verse 13. Matthew chapter 9. 13. Verse 13. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy that is ready, readiness to help those in trouble and not sacrifice and sacrificial victims. For I came not to call and invite to repentance the righteous, those who are upright and in right standing with God, but sinners, the erring ones, and all those not free from So, more than most other books of the Bible, Amos points, you can can tell that he is saying what? We have to be careful, religion as usual. Right, right. You know, and uh, Amos points to injustice and cruelty. It also tells what God thinks about such practices or ways. Amos Preaches that God hates the empty and cold religious service. Mm. Uh-huh. Amos calls upon the people to reform, change for the better. 
So the Lord is not pleased by empty and cold forms of worship offered to him by people who get rich by using others. Wow. That's right. The way they live shows that they do not understand what it means to be followers of God. They also completely misunderstand the deeper meaning of his law. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. That's right. Mm. The Lord said he will rather have you cold or hot, but not lukewarm. Nice. Uh, nice. See, <laughs> ain't no in between. You can be cold, which should get you hot. Mm. Or you can be already hot, but you cannot be in between. Like you said, the way they live shows that they do not understand what it means to be followers of God. You know, God refuses to accept their religious services because they do not come from lives of faith, as we, you know, talked about in Amos 5, 14 and 15. The important words in, in chapter 5, verse 14 and 15 are the command to seek the Lord and live. That's right. Seek the Lord and live. He said, seek me where I, I may be found. May be found. So we got we got to go after the Lord. That means we got to read that word, stay in that word, stay on our knees, stay in prayer, seeking the Lord every day, every moment, every hour we get a chance. We got to be there reading that word, praying, talking to the Lord, seeking Him where He can be found, because there will be come a time when He won't be found. He won't be found, and then it's over. Exactly. It's and you over. know, <clears throat> that is true because in seeking the Lord is different from making trips to the famous religious centers in Bethlehem. That's right. That's right. <laughs> These were the three cities that Gilgad and Beersheba in Bethlehem. These were the three cities that along with their sanctuaries, places of worship, were going to be destroyed. And they were going to be destroyed because the way there was their coldness in the way that they they worship. And so what God really wants is justice That's and right. righteousness. Right. Holiness right. in the land. And they didn't have it. So the command to seek the Lord means to seek good. Good. Amen. And the Lord calls on the faithful few to separate themselves from evil practices and cold religious services. Because instead, they are to let justice and righteousness flow like a river. Justice means do what is right before God. That's, That's justice. Right. That's justice. See, the Lord, let's say, if you love me, worship. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. Obey me. Obey me. That's what he said. If you love me, obey me. And See? also, righteousness. So, go ahead. So you find love. A lot of people, they go to church, mm -hmm. pay their tithe, take uh, communion, but they don't obey God. Mm. Wow. That's right. 
And so where they end up? They end up in the backyard. That's right. Because God said, if you love me, obey me. So you need to obey. That is the main commandment right there. Obey. Obedience is the key. And you know, and righteousness is one's life relationship with God and others in the community. It's a relationship with God and others in the community. So the picture shows a religious people whose religion was nothing but empty and cold practices. It was custom. That's right. Without the change of heart that must come with true faith. True faith. And, sure. and that's what's going on today. We got all these customs that we do, but we're not doing it from the heart. We do it because, oh, this is what we do. This is tradition. We can do it. We do this every Sabbath or we do this every Sunday. But it has to be from the heart. What's from the heart reaches the heart. Yes, we do this. But what do God say to do? He won't accept it if it's not from oh, the heart. That's what I'm saying. What do God say to do? See, that's the most important thing is what do God's word tell you to do? Tell us to do. That's the thing right there. When Jesus came, he said, I'm about my what? Father's business. He didn't say, this is what I do. He right. said, I'm about my father's business. He didn't get off of that road. He stayed on that. All that he did was to please his father. We so wrapped up in what we do and how we do it, it ain't got anything to do with what God told us to do. We set, out, That's true. we set our own rules and regulations, and this is what we go by. God said, uh-uh, they did this in the old days. Cut it off. This is what I want you to do. That's why he tells us we need to be careful that we must be, how careful we must be that we do not practice such an empty faith. There you go. And we do it all, so many times. We, we're not, we, we do it so much, we don't even realize it. Right. Because God tells us in all that we do. Do it with love. Okay. There it is right there. There it is right there. If you ain't gonna do it in love, then don't it do it. It's not don't mean nothing to God. It don't, and He won't accept it either. It don't mean nothing to God. So we got to do what we do in love. Do it because we love our brothers or our sisters. Amen. Do it, do it because God loves through us. Amen. Don't do it because she's a deacon or because she lives in the church. Do it because she loves. Do it because it's right to do. That's because right. when you love, you know what's right. That's right. You know it's right. So we're going to go into Amos chapter 7, All right. starting with verse 10. All right. Amos, Amos 7. chapter 7, starting with verse 10. All right. Amos chapter 7 and verse 10 says, Then Amaziah, Amaziah, the priest of the golden calf, shrine at Bethel sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam should die by the sword, and Israel should surely be led away captive out of his, out of his land. Also, Amaziah is said to Amos, 
said to Amos, Oh, you seek gold. Flee back to the land of Judah, your own country, and eat your bread and live out your profession as a prophet there as I perform my duties here. But do not prophesy anymore at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and a seat of his kingdom. Then Amos said to Amaziah, I was, was no prophet by the profession, neither was I a prophet's son, but I had my occupation. I was a herdsman and a dresser of sycamore, sycamore trees and a gatherer of sycamore figs. And the Lord took me as if I followed the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now therefore, Listen to the word of the Lord. You say, do not prophesy against Israel and drop no statement, not complimentary to the house of Isaac. Therefore, thus says the Lord, your wife shall be a harlot in the city and your sons and your daughters shall fall by the sword and your land shall be divided up by line. You yourself shall die in an unclean and defiled land, and Israel shall surely go forth out of his land into exile. Wow. Wow. He brought him some good news. He brought him some news, didn't he? That's right. He brought him some news. So God sends him to prophesy in Israel. So he goes, Mamus goes to the northern kingdom and preaches with such power that the people in the land cannot stand to listen to what he's saying. Certainly, many Israelites look at Amos with suspicion. They refuse to accept him as God's messenger, but Amos is faithful and does his work as a prophet. And that's what he asks us to do. No matter what people say, or what they think, or what they think about you, about, about you, you are correct. You have got to do what God has asked you to do. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't matter, you know. Right. You got to do what God you has asked to. you to do. Regardless of what people think or feel about you, you go ahead and do what God asked. Because think about what they thought about Jesus. Mm. Wow. They hung him on the cross. They did. So who are you? Who and am I? If they think something about you or don't like you or talk about you, then you're nobody. Exactly. So what should we learn from all these examples that we read? Because we know among those who do not like Amos, preaching was Amaziah, the priest of Bethel. So Amaziah accuses Amos of rebelling against Israel's king. So Bethel was one of the two royal sanctuaries, the very centers of false worship. Amos has prophesied in public that if Israel did not repent, its king would die by the sword. So then the people would be led away as slaves. Amaziah orders Amos to go back to the land of Judah where his message against Israel will be more popular. So in his answer to the priest, Amos claims that his call to be a prophet came from God. And Amos also says that he is not a professional prophet who might be paid for service. 
Well, Amos keeps himself away from professional prophets who prophesize for profit. That's mm -hmm. what they do today. That's fine. So, you so thus speaking the truth does not always mean that you will be fully accepted. And this is because the truth can be uncomfortable at times. It can bother those who are in power. And it can make people angry. And we know that for a fact. <laughs> so God leads Amos to preach so openly and so boldly against the sins of kings and nobles, people of high standing, from certain families in the northern kingdom that he is accused of being disloyal to the king. Amen. So what do you think is going to happen in our time? What do you think? How do you think they're going to feel about exactly. you? Some people just might want to take your life and oh, shut well. you up. Nah. But you got to go ahead and do it because God said to do it then. That's right. So when God tells us that we will be punished because our actions and or our lifestyles, what does our answer tell us about the way we are, about how we need to change, need a change of heart and our attitude? We do, because we don't understand what we get ready to be up against. That's all there is to it. The we enemy don't understand. Is, the enemy is not playing. He's playing for keeps. He's playing for keeps. So we have to do what God has asked each and every one of us to do. And he did not say it was going to be easy, but he will be with us through what we do for him. Through the storm, through the he storm will of life. be with you. Amen. And he will keep you. He that said he would. is his promise. That's right, because you know, Amos said if God's people continue to be disobedient, the time will come when they will be eager to hear the message, but it will be too late to turn to God's word with the hope of escaping the judgment. Now, this would happen because Israel refused to hear God's message told by Amos. Again, just as Saul did before his battle, he right. didn't listen either. He didn't listen either. And the people will one day understand how much they need God's word. One day we'll understand, but it's more important for us to understand it right now, to study his word, to learn of Jesus. He is lowly, and he, he, he'll be there for us. He'll comfort us. He'll lead us and guide us in our path. But we have to walk by faith and not by sight and trust him in every part of our lives. Everybody. Yeah, because getting Jesus for it now was going to keep you in those times. Because that's what Amos saying. Turn from your wicked ways and live. He don't want us to die in this evil mess that in this world today. All we got to do is say, Lord, I trust you. Show me the way. I'll walk you in it. I'll follow you. you. Follow the Lamb, wherever the Lamb goes. Amen. Amen. So we just want to thank you tonight for joining us right here on LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing, End Time Bible Study. And we will come back with closing comments 
prayer, and our email address. So keep it locked in on LPJ64. This little song simply says, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. This is Sharice Nelson.
Lord, I thank you for what you've done for me, for how you made a way out of no way. But while I was, when I was in sorrow, you lifted me. When I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills, you made a way out of no way. For putting food on my table. For my life, for my health, for my strength. But for saving me one day. LPJ 64 and our closing comment tonight is our standing position before God does not depend upon the amount of light we have received. Instead, it depends upon the use we make of what we have. Amen. Amen. Even the unbeliever who choose the right as far as they know it or better off then are those who have had great light but refuse to follow the light and by their daily life they fail to live up to their beliefs so it doesn't matter how much light how much you receive is that you live up to what you already know amen Amen. Now we have closing prayer. A mind to pray. Dear Almighty and Omnipotent God, our Father, our Creator, and everlasting help, we humbly approach your throne in the precious name of Jesus. We eagerly enter your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, recognizing you are infinite in power and might. The fullness of your ways are past knowing, and your majesty is both seen and felt. Your word says you will grant us the very desire and will to do those things that are pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, the first and the last, we ask for our mind to pray and revelation to have a deeper and more intimate fellowship with you. We ask that you drive out all distractions and the cares of this life and give us a sincere heart to seek your face with great expectation and hope. Let us have the same attitude of Christ, who was totally faithful and dependent on you. In the name of Jesus, help us, Holy Spirit, to submit our minds to the purpose and plans of God while teaching us how to follow him daily. Let us turn from our wicked ways so that our sins be forgiven and that you hear our prayers and restore our land. In the name of Jesus, renew our minds and saturate them in your word that our thoughts are pure and steadfastly focused on you. 
Draw us near and let us listen attentively to your voice, cherishing every moment in prayer and fellowship with you. Let us desire your presence more than our natural food and give us a mind to pray and seek your kingdom above all else while trusting you to provide all of our needs. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. 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 And may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you a bundle of blessings. Thank you always for coming and joining with us on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to listen and enjoy the word on End Time Bible Study from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. And if you have Bible questions or you need prayer, you can always email us at robtgina50 at gmail.com. Thank you and have a wonderful and blessed week. And good night. And good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.